Okay, let's start this right out with cheerfulness. Ah, wonderful day. It was a wonderful day. My daughter came down from Wyoming, and we had lunch together. Well, the girl had an appointment, but, I mean, so she drove like three and a half hours to get here and then squeezed me in for about a 40-minute lunch. <laughs> it was hilarious because I said, Claire, but, you know, what the hell is going on here? And she said, well, my name is Squash. That's our nicknames. I'm Squash, and she's Squish. My wife was Squash. So anyway, um, she came down from Wyoming. We had like 40 minutes for lunch. She tried to pay, and the thing was, she was my guest. So if I invite you to lunch or dinner or whatever, I'm paying, and I, you know, I'm not going to fight you. I mean, if you're freaking hellbound, determined to pay for it, I won't put up. A, I'll put up a stink until you're like, you know, crazy, insisting, and then I'll give in because I don't like <clears throat> when I invite somebody. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm old school. If I invite you, I pay. If you want to give the tip, fine, but you don't have to. I'm not going to ask you to either. People, it's etiquette, Sicilian etiquette. Somebody invites you, you let them pay. You don't freaking talk about paying. Makes people mad. Some people will just, that'll be the last time they invite you. Because in an insult that someone invites you to, to a meal and, and then you offer to pay, it's a major insult. But you can say, hey, watch, let me get the tip. That is a courtesy that um, most people, you know, go because they know what you're trying to say. They're trying to say, hey, I really appreciate you paying for my lunch or dinner or whatever it is. Because usually it's a, uh, usually it's a pretty deep involved affair. Like my daughter and I usually go to our favorite Italian restaurant, Rivoli's. But she didn't have time because it takes them like 20 minutes after they take your order. Before they even bring your food, they bring you drinks. They try to stall, but they're they're making it from scratch. So you're getting a homemade freaking Italian meal from a real Italian. So it takes time, you know, to get it together. She didn't have time. Uh, Rivali's where you go, you sit there, you laugh, you reminisce, you tease each other. You have a lot of fun over dinner because we love each other and it's nice to see each other. So we tease each other, tell stories and just have a, a wonderful visit. So anyway, she came down, visited, and then I said, Claire, you got to freaking hit the road. You got to get back up there because she's moving, and her landlady was coming to visit her um, to check the apartment out. So she had to be up there by 7 o'clock. Three and a half hour drive, and it's going on 4 o'clock, and I told her, you got to get on the freaking road. You know, it was like 3.40, I think. I told her, I said, you just got to go, you know. But we, we had finished eating Chick-fil-A. You know, I mean, if you're going to do fast food, so much of that stuff is freaking poison. If you're going to do fast food, do Chick-fil-A. So anyway, did Chick-fil-A and left. And then um, what did I end up doing? I ran a bunch of errands, got gas, freaking almost $72. Filled my Subaru up. Oh, yes, I took my Toyota in to get a key fob programmed. And, and uh, I was getting ready to leave, and I missed the Uber, which was good, because they came out and told me the key fob was from a car that had already been programmed, and they couldn't program the key. So the place that sold it to me sold me a key from somebody else's car that had already been programmed to a car. So I have to send it back to them. Okay, that's not... Okay, that's not the podcast. The podcast is about 
a disturbing trend I see. Um, and I wasn't really exposed to this. I guess if I like, well, if I see someone and they're doing something on Instagram that I like, I'll give them a, a like. Or if I see they don't have many likes, I'll give them a like just to be nice. Well, I didn't know these idiots, meaning Instagram people, Facebook, they monitor that stuff. And then they make suggestions to you of people you've never heard of, never seen before. They start sending you all these people. Well, I hear so many, and it's mostly, it's amazing how many women get on there and talk about their alcoholism and their recovery. It's just crazy. And their abusive relationships with narcissists. Well, what else is the big one? Old women trying to look young, trying to get likes. I don't know why the hell they do that. I mean, some of them are pretty attractive. I mean, they're older women, but they're attractive women. But, I mean, if I was a woman, I wouldn't be showing my ass on Instagram or any other platform for that matter. And I certainly, if I was an older woman, I wouldn't be trying to look young. Just accept your freaking age. Everybody else is, is thinking, you know, these people that I see comments sometimes and guys that go, oh, I'd like to get a piece of you, baby, or... You know, once you show me some tri I'm thinking, you freaking losers, leave the woman alone. She's so desperate she's getting on Instagram to, you know, pose and, and look at you seductively, to look at the camera seductively or lick her lips or whatever the hell they do. I mean, at least feel sorry for her enough where you don't make sexual comments. Tell her she looks good, at, you know, if she does. Don't lie to her. Or just say nice outfit or whatever you po whatever positive thing you can say to these older women or these desperate. I don't usually comment on the desperate young females because I don't want the freaking following. I don't want them following me and I don't want them requesting me to follow them because I'm not going to follow them to hell with them. There's a very disturbing trend of mostly women, almost all women, to get their validation from in other words, they do a presentation to get validation from people who see it, not just with likes. Many are requesting comments. They want you to comment. Um, there's one woman, she, I'm convinced she's freaking completely whacked. She's nuts, 100%. She's got so many freaking issues, it's not even funny. But she's pleasant, and she's cute, you know, so you can feel sorry for her. Bleached the piss out of her hair which I even told her you ought to consider going brunette because, you know, freaking blonde. Blonde hair does not work for you when I see the roots are black or brown. Just keep your natural hair color. I worry about these people because their life is wrapped up in getting validation through. Um, or it's like therapy for these people, I would say. And they're trying desperately to be healed through the process. You can't get healed through Instagram. You can't get healed by men who make sexual comments to you on Instagram or try to hook up with you and stuff like that. You're not going to get validation like that. You're not. It's empty because that validation comes from, ins from inside you, knowing that what you're doing is what you're supposed to Knowing that what you're doing is morally correct. You're justified. That's where you're validation comes from and then if you are close to god he will confirm to you that he's pleased with the way you're living your life you'll never get it on instagram i have to cut this short um, i just wanted to make that point don't seek your validation from instagram because you're not going to get real validation 
you're going to get that phony validation that always leaves people feeling empty and feeling disappointed with themselves and feeling like empty inside. And knowing that what they're doing, trying to get validation on Instagram, they know it's the wrong way to go. Okay, that's the whole freaking scope or broadcast podcast. Goodbye.